Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. The pandemic has brought on a wave of challenges for fruit production in Wisconsin, but that's not all growers have been facing. I'm Taylor Schaefer for the Midwest Farm Report, here with Amaya Atucha, a fruit crop production specialist for UW Extension and an assistant professor of horticulture at UW-Madison. Before we talk about what 2022 will look like, let's first take a look at how this winter has affected fruit production. Amaya, we've had a relatively dry winter and haven't really seen any major snowfall or even the extremes like a polar vortex here in Wisconsin. But how will drought across the state impact our fruit producers? Are there any crops that are at a higher risk because of the weather? Well... It's hard to predict, really. I mean, I wish we had, you know, a, a, a vision into the future where I could tell you what would happen. But, you know, some of the things to consider with fruit production that we don't think so much about with um, more industrial crops or annual crops is that a lot of what happens during the summer is going to affect the growth of these trees and these, and these you know, uh, plants the following spring. So in the case, if we think about uh, tree fruit crops, like we think about apples, which is you know, very important for, for Wisconsin, we had the you know, intense drought during the summer that did affect some of the growers that didn't have irrigation. And it just happens at a period of time during the summer that affects the flower formation for the following year. So I don't expect to see major damage in terms of flower production, but it might be a reason why maybe this year we don't have a bloom as we expect. We don't have the number of flowers, but it might be as well that we actually don't see any problems. So it's kind of hard to predict what's really going to happen. What we do know is when we have extreme weather in the winter, as you were just saying, polar vortices that, you know, we were fortunate this winter that we didn't have one of those. We do know that those tend to result in damage. But in this case, it's going to be very interesting to see what are the effects of that drought that we had during the summer on most of, mo- mostly on flower production. And if we don't have flowers, obviously we don't have any fruit. And is there any concern as we move into the spring with certain diseases or pests with fruit or flower production? Well, not really for the, for the fruit crops. I, I don't think that that has any influence on the amount of uh, inoculus that you have in terms of diseases or that it really will affect uh, the, you know, the, the natural life cycle of the pest. The drought is mostly affecting uh, the, the, the trees itself, and I don't anticipate that we will see any changes with that. That will change, obviously, depending on the type of growing season that we have. If we have a very wet spring, we tend to see a little bit more of uh, pressure from diseases, just because so much of the diseases in, in, in fruit crops and in all of the plants in general tend to thrive more when we have higher humidities. And in the case of insects, well, you know, things like those insects that tend to um, overwinter in the soil, and if we have, in some cases, really cold conditions, that might potentially affect some of those insect pests, but this is definitely not the case. So I don't anticipate that we will see much changes because of the winter or, or due to the drought that we had last year. It will basically depend on the type of growing season we have this year in 2022. And speaking of yields, I want to know if you have any predictions for what we're going to be seeing this year here in Wisconsin. <laughs> well, last year, we uh, talking about specifically about uh, apples. 
Last year, we tend to have sort of like a, 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 a lower than predicted yield just because we had some problems what we refer to return to return bloom, which means the number of flowers that we have the next year. So given that next last year we didn't have as much yield as we would have hoped for or predicted for, I anticipate that this year hopefully we will have a very good yield and a very good uh, bloom season um, just because, you know, Trees, especially fruit crops, they tend to go into what we call biennial bearing. In a year that you have a very high production, the following year you have low production. So since last year it was not maybe as high as we wanted, especially on some of our early apple cultivars, uh, I would expect that this year we're going to have a very, very good yield. We didn't see uh, so much change in grape production. We did see some decline mostly due to the spring frost that we had in 2021. So this year I will also anticipate that we will have some, some fairly good production. We should start with the maximum potential yield. And in terms of berries, uh, strawberries being our, our main crop, uh, I would think that with the winter that we had, that was very mild and it was, it was a good winter in terms of extreme temperatures, I would anticipate that we're going to have also a very robust and good um, yield this year. Hopefully the spring is going to treat us well and we will have, you know, a relatively nice spring and hopefully, hopefully not have a lot of spring frost that tend to be uh, one of our biggest threats for fruit production in our state that really just affects and damage most of our, our flowers. And so if we are able to hop over the spring and have a good nice spring without a lot of uh, spring frost, I would anticipate that we're going to have a very plentiful harvest of, of fruit crops this year. Well, increased yield is definitely a positive outlook for our fruit industry, but what have you been hearing directly from producers? Do they have any concerns with supply chain disruptions or even input costs as we move into this growing season? Yeah, there's there's definitely uh, the concern about uh, the cost of certain agrochemicals. I mean, fertilizers have definitely increase substantially the, the cost, and, and that is also true for things like fungicides and insecticides. Whether you are a conventional grower or you are an organic grower, all of those uh, products, are, are there seems to be a low stock of them, and the prices are much higher. So, you know, growers have to make some tough decisions about, you know, what kind of management they're going to be doing this year and, you know, if there's any way that they can reduce some of the inputs to be able to produce the same amount of fruit with the same quality. So, yes, that is definitely something that is uh, very much present in the mind of all of our growers trying to figure out how to balance the stock of some of these products but also the prices. And Amaya, is there anywhere that producers can go to learn more about fruit production this year? Or do you have any suggestions for Wisconsin producers who may be facing some of those issues head on? We do have uh, our website, uh, the website that we host through uh, UW-Madison, the Division of Extension. And it's www.fruit.wisc.edu. Or if you just go to one of your your, uh, browsers and, and your uh, search engine, and you just type UW Madison uh, fruit crops or UW Madison fruit extension, you will land in our website. We um, publish during the growing season articles, everything related with fruit production, you can find it there. And we also have a newsletter that you can sign up 
and receive uh, our newsletter with articles related with fruit production during the growing season, our link to the webinars that we put together. You can also see them there. Uh, and you can find it in that same website. You can find a link to our YouTube channel where we post a lot of the um, webinars that we, we put together for growers with information about fruit production in Wisconsin. Again, that's Amaya Atucha, a fruit crop production specialist for UW Extension and an assistant professor of horticulture at UW-Madison. She says that despite the struggles growers have faced with input costs, drought, and the impacts of supply chain disruptions, the outlook is positive for Wisconsin fruit. She shares more about the resilience that Wisconsin growers have shown over the last few years. Well, I just really hope that, as I said, that we have a, a nice spring and that, and that you know, we can set some good fruit for this year. As I said, you know, a lot of the things will depend on, you know, weather and weather every year is different. Every year we seem to deal with, you know, some, some odd situation due to climate change and this will just keep happening. It's just, it's a, just amazing to see how our growers, our fruit growers are very resilient and, and they're still, you know, being able to come over a lot of these obstacles to be able to produce fruit. So I just really hope that this spring and summer, our growers are going to get a break and we're going to have some wonderful weather and a, and a really good harvest. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Taylor Schaefer.